Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellows. This is Peyton Zignago here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Well, happy Monday. It is the 17th week of COVID Operations Run, which is wowza, incredible. Thank you very much for being here on this momentous occasion. Well, you know, I was realizing that 17 weeks have passed since I began, which means that it's been over 17 weeks since quarantine, or, well, I suppose, coronacation, as I like to call it, has been happening, so that's a long time. And I realized that uh, in all that time, I've only been creeping closer to going back to school in Chicago, and I looked at my calendar, and it's only about two weeks away! Wow! That's a bit of an intimidating thought, I suppose. But it's fine. You know, I'm excited to go back to school. I'm, I'm ready to get out of the house and then be sort of stuck in a different environment. It's good to be stuck in a different place, I think. If I had to quarantine for five more months, I would probably be better off doing it in my dorm room so that at least it's a bit of a change of scenery. I'm a little bit sick of my bedroom walls. I love them. And, uh, you know, it's a good spot to be, but golly, I think I need a different place to look for a while. (laughs) So... You know, there's that. That's going on in my life. Very excited for all of that to happen. But I was thinking, you know, even more because I I sort of do that tangential speaking, you know, where I talk about one thing and then it turns into another thing and then it turns into another thing and et cetera, et cetera, forever. Same thing happens in my brain, naturally. So I'll be thinking about one thing and then it will become related to another thing, which will then make it related to another thing. And then you get the idea. This is how it happens. Anywho, I was doing the brain thing, of course, with the different related ideas coming together and I realized that as a second-year college student now, I have a little bit of advice to share. You know, as as a college student, (laughs) I wouldn't necessarily say I'm the most qualified person to give advice on being a student, but I can say for certain that I am a person to give advice. And hey, you know, I think that's the name of the game here is that I give advice that sure you could get from other people, but I give it. And so that makes it a little bit better. (laughs) Oh, no, uh, it just makes it uh, more interesting or uh, more anecdotal, I suppose. Well, in any case, I have information to share and I want to share it. So I'm just going to give out some more college advice, you know, because Mondays are typically were reserved for the online school survival guide aspect of things and then school stopped happening. But now that we're getting back into the swing of things, I thought I'd bring it back, you know. And let's talk a little bit about college because I don't know about you, but I'm going back to school. I don't know for sure, of course. You know, I wish I was an all-knowing, omnipotent being, but I am, alas, not. So if you're going into college or you're starting college or those are pretty much the same thing, but you know, if you're beginning college or going back to college or maybe you're going to college soon or in a few years or whatever it may be, hopefully these tips can be of some use to you. But certainly in my time as a college student, I've picked up a few things along the way. Number one, though, I will say is don't Don't give yourself super early classes. Uh, This is a hard thing I had to learn. Listen, I know you're going to be like me, picking at your schedule and thinking that, hey, I went to high school. They made me get up at 6 a.m. every day. I could definitely take a 9 a.m. class. That's so much better. It's not. It's, It's not. Listen, unless you're a morning person, do not take 9 a.m. classes. It's just, it's just not fun. You know, uh, (laughs) 
This is just me ranting about poor scheduling. But no, in all seriousness, it's hard, I think, for some reason to get up at 9 a.m. or, or you know, I suppose like 8 a.m. to go to the 9 a.m. class. See, I know that a lot of art students and, and kids and whatever are more night oriented. I know I myself do most work at night just because it's when I'm most awake. So taking that into consideration when you're planning out your schedule is really important because especially there will be lots of places that will allow you to take later classes. I know that I have taken classes that start at like seven at night and that's so much better for me because I think much more clearer at at night. And so then naturally, of course, I will stay up late doing school things. So not even because of bad planning, but just because that's when I'm more active and working on things. So given the nature of my schedule and that I will naturally stay up later and then sleep in later because I stayed up late doing things and not necessarily because I was time crunched, but just because the nature of how my brain works, that then when I'm forced to get up, even when it's 9am, sometimes even 10am, it's, oh, it's torment. But maybe that is just me. I just, you know, just want to put it out there that if you are a night-oriented person and you think, well, I got up at insert time here, so insert time here can't be that bad, right? It's just it's just not fun for yourself. And, and also, you want to make sure that you're awake for your classes because in college, they're a, a lot more important to, you know, be awake in, and two, they're a lot more fun. And uh, you definitely want to be more awake for said fun things because they're so engaging and you definitely want to be awake and alert for your classes because you want to be part of that collaborative element. Now, disclaimer, I do go to a collaborative-based art school, so maybe that is why I think that being awake in class is important because of the collaboration aspect, but I think that in a lot of college classes, they will want you to be awake and you will want to be awake to participate and to get, you know, the full experience because you're paying to be there. So you should definitely get the most out of every class and you only get what you put in pretty much. So it's important to be awake and alert and ready for your classes and I don't think that I can do that if it's if it's a 9 a.m. Ugh. When, when picking out my schedule, which is a big bonus of college is that you get to pick out your schedule. I don't take any classes unless they start at 11 or later. Sometimes I will be forced to take an earlier class just because it only runs in an earlier slot. But for the most part, I stick to afternoon classes only. Now, I will say, though, that there is some benefit to taking earlier classes in the, you know, late morning, early afternoon, just because if you have one or two classes and they're in that time slot, then when you're done, you know, you're sort of done, you have the rest of the day for yourself. But for the most part, I think just know when you are most awake and alert and ready. I mean, moral of the story is that you should just know yourself and know what time you are most awake and if you're a morning person or night owl and or any in between just know you (laughs) i sound like a cheesy self-help book but that's the truth is that when you're setting up yourself for success just make sure that you know where you can find that success best and so you should make sure that you know how you're best successful so that you can get the most out of your college experience and education if you choose to have one 
Now, of course, I'm going into this episode assuming that you are looking towards college as an option, so that's where this is coming from. But again, yeah, just know that what works for me doesn't necessarily have to work for you, and I'm not a decider of all, and just because I say don't take 9am classes doesn't mean that you shouldn't. Listen, if a 9am class is where you'll be most successful, take that 9am. But for me and the other night owls, not a good idea. But that's where I'm coming from. Anywho, I did mention another tangent I would like to fall down into, and that is that you're paying to be there, and so you should A, know where you're best served so that you can get the most out of your education, but B, is that the good news is, in my opinion at least, which is what this podcast is, my opinion, it's a lot better to be in college because everyone wants to be there for for the most part. Nine times out of ten, People are there because they have a passion for insert thing here and they want to be better at insert thing here. Specifically in my case at an art school at Columbia is that I know that I am there because I want to be a better writer and a better podcaster and etc. etc. And I know that the other people in my classes also are there because they want to be better writers, actors, you know, you, you can fill in the rest. And so it, it means that everyone there is is dedicated and you know, you don't have to do that thing that happens in high school where you know that kids don't want to be there and you yourself don't really want to be there either but when you're trying to do a school project and it's very clear nobody cares and it just hurts to do that doesn't happen in college and it's great because every time you have to do a project or you have to work in groups or partners both of you want to succeed because you both want to get things out of your education and you both want to succeed and want to be better and you want to get out what you are you know putting in which is time and money and energy and care and you do. And I think that that is phenomenal. It makes me very happy. I don't know if that's a fact that is often shared or not, but it's something that I found out and thought was great. And it's uh, definitely a big bonus of college that uh, I think is related to setting yourself up for success. Now, additionally, when it comes to setting yourself up for success in the college world, when you're moving in, I know that maybe this isn't a popular opinion, but bring things that are comforting to you, especially if you're going into your first year. I know that in my case, I felt very, well, I felt partially tempted to not bring anything and partially tempted to bring everything I own. And I settled for closer on the side of the scale of bringing everything I own. But there was a part of me that wanted to bring nothing. So when my parents say that I bring too much, just know that there was part of me that said I shouldn't. And that part of me was silenced, but she was there. She tried. (laughs) But I I think it's really important to be comfortable, especially when you're moving into a dorm and it's an unfamiliar place. So it's okay to bring comfort items, be it, you know, a a stuffed animal or two or three or four or, you know, whatever it is. I obviously use stuffed animals for comfort and, and little plushies and what have you, but there are other things. And I know that I especially bring my art supplies everywhere because they're a comfort item. And it's really important to have those. And I, I don't know if people say that, but I think that when you're packing for college, make sure that you bring things that make you feel safe and comfortable and that you're at home, or at the very least, things that help you relax. I know that I have these, you know, my my goofy collection of beluga whale stuffed animals, but they're relaxing to me for some reason. I don't know why. I just think that they are, you know, soft buddies, and it's important to me to have them. And I think that when you're packing for college, if you, you know, to save on space, or especially if you want to be more like adult, quote unquote, and you you feel like... Like, I shouldn't take them with me because I want to appear like I'm a fully functioning adult. It's okay. For the most part, everybody accepts it, I think. I I don't know a single person at my college who, who doesn't have, you know, a comfort whatever or would 
you know, actively tell someone that it's not adult to have one. Weird, don't do that. Um, but I think that it's something that everybody needs and should have. You know, I feel like maybe we don't say it enough to people is that you, you should bring things that make you comfortable and happy, even if they take up a little bit of extra space in the car because you need them and you should be comfortable and happy. And especially in the time of COVID, bring things that make you happy and comfortable. Please, you want to be happy and comfortable in college and it'll help you so, so much because it, it helps me to be happy and to have a place where I felt safe, you know, and I had all my comfort items around. And again, could just be me, but that's how I see it. Anywho, I suppose that will have to do it for college advice for today, but I hope that at least one piece of it was, you know, useful to you. But, you know, just remember to learn from yourself and figure out what makes you feel successful and what makes you feel safe and take those into consideration when packing and picking out schedule stuff. So, <laughs> and a little disclaimer as always, this is all stuff that worked for me. So, you know, take all of my advice and stuff with a pinch of salt because I am just one person and my opinion is not the only opinion or the only way to, you know, live a college life. I'm just a, a goofy night owl, so <laughs> take that into consideration, you know, and, and don't listen to my advice if it obviously won't work for you. But with that out of the way, I suppose I will leave you, but I will also add that if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, and you would like me to answer them on Friday, you can email them to Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N at storyarcark.org, where I will happily answer them, or my assistant Tapioca will. <laughs> anyway. That will actually do it for today. So thank you very much for tuning in. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. Thank you. I will see you tomorrow. Stay safe out there. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out. Yeah.